Welcome to Take 5 from Greentech Media, a podcast devoted to the business of renewable energy, the smart grid, efficiency, and everything else in this complex ecosystem we call Greentech. I'm Stephen Lacey, a senior editor at Greentech Media, and today we are unveiling a new concept that will define our coverage going forward, the grid edge. As many of you know, we've been covering changes in the utility sector a lot. In fact, we've been doing that for a while. Um, But what's new is that we're starting to transition away from talking about small pilot programs and theoretical modeling and actually reporting on the real impact today of distributed energy. And utilities are starting to take that surge seriously. So in an effort to define what that impact is and what it will be, we're using the grid edge to provide a framework. I'm joined by GTM Research's Vice President Shale Khan and Green Tech Media's CEO and co-founder Scott Clavenna, and they've been helping develop this concept. So Shale, um, lay it out on the table for us. What exactly is the grid edge and how did the team come to this term? Sure. Thanks, Stephen. So the idea behind the grid edge is that we're basically at the beginning stages right now of, of fundamental transformation of electricity in the U.S. that you know, hasn't really been seen for decades, if not generations. And it comes from a few different places. Um, I think there's kind of two fundamental drivers right now. And some of it is already happening. Some of it looks like it's coming down the pike. Uh, but over the next 10 or 20 years, it's really going to define the landscape for electricity. The first thing is that customers are taking a far more active role in managing and in some cases generating energy than they ever did in the past. We come from a grid that was built off of a pretty simple concept of big centralized power plants that feed power in a single direction to customers that are just power takers. Now it's getting a little bit more complicated. You have customers that are generating their own electricity through distributed generation, particularly solar. Uh, Increasingly, you have some customers that are also storing energy on site, either independently or as part of a combination with distributed generation. And then you have customers that are managing their own energy in ways that they haven't before through intelligent efficiency and home energy management systems, things like demand response. If you combine all of these things, it means that customers have a new role to play in electricity delivery. And utilities are looking at that and I think realizing that uh, it presents both an opportunity and a real serious threat to them. The other side of the coin, though, is that over the past few years, as we've been covering at Green Tech Media, there's been a pretty serious grid modernization trend. People have called it the smart grid or grid modernization, depending on who you're talking to. And a lot has gotten deployed, initially through stimulus funding and then in a continuing fashion, to make the grid more sensorized and smarter. And fortunately, a lot of what has been deployed in the smart grid can actually be used, either the infrastructure that's already been deployed or technology that's been developed, to help manage this influx of customer-side generation. So the idea for us is that this is a long, complicated process, and we're going to structure our research and our coverage at Green Tech Media around trying to wrap our heads around what this really means, where it's playing out, and what companies in the space are taking advantage. So people are probably thinking, oh, great, another term. I mean, why not just use the smart grid? As I hear you flesh out this concept, it sounds very much like the smart grid. And um, why do you think this is different? I mean, what, what new does the grid edge bring to the table in helping us define it? 
Yeah, it's a good question. I think there's definitely overlap between the definition of smart grid and the definition of grid edge. The big difference is that grid edge is looking on both sides of the meter. Uh, so grid edge encompasses the customer side energy generation and energy management systems as well and can deal with things like microgrids, which uh, people have lumped into smart grid in a sense, but I think really stands apart where you have potential customers or groups of customers that can take themselves entirely off of the traditional grid if necessary. Uh, so I think a big difference is that grid edge has moved toward the customer from where smart grid was, which you could have argued, and I think a lot of people did argue, could have led all the way back into transmission and uh, distribution as well. So. We're moving toward the customer here, and it allows us to incorporate the demand-side technologies that oftentimes are left out of smart grid. Scott, what are we trying to do here? Help us understand this from a business angle. Um, why is Green Tech Media getting into this now? What are you seeing on the landscape that leads you to believe that this is an important thing for us to embark on? Well, you know, the interesting thing is the market has developed really in a way that we at Green Tech Media developed. And so we're, we're trying to follow and then now really try and lead um, and stay, stay at the edge of what, uh, how the market's developing. And by that, I mean, you know, when we started Green Tech Media in 2007, we started on the back of some real world-class solar research. We built up a stable of solar research customers. And then online, we had a great uh, news site that was covering kind of a lot of facets of Green Tech investment and innovation and a lot about solar and then we added smart grid but when we added smart grid it's kind of just like the market was it was a uh, staffed by separate people here different analyst teams different customer bases um and you know we built those up in parallel but they really didn't talk to each other too much internally here and i think that was a reflection of the market as well smart grid infrastructure companies talked to utilities solar companies were selling to uh, big integrators and, and developers, and those were two separate markets that kind of grew alongside each other, and even here in Green Tech Media did as well, and we held separate conferences, we did separate um, uh, channels on our site. I mean, everything was fairly siloed here because that was a reflection of the market, and what we're observing here and why we're talking about this in terms of grid edge is that these two uh, at a minimum, these two, and now even a third with having um, started to talk about efficiency and you know customer engagement with their own energy management and uh, generation at times. As we're doing that at Green Tech Media independently, we're observing that the market is starting to bring those um, companies and those activities together. And so it made sense for us to say, well, look, we've got this great team of solar analysts. We have a great team of smart grid analysts, and we're covering efficiency and building up a base there. So if the market is starting to evolve into, it's probably too early to say post-utility, but some utility 2.0 or um, even you know just a new energy landscape where the, the customer has much more control over how they use energy and these boundaries start to break down, then we need to do that at Green Tech Media. And so GridEdge for us is a way even internally to start communicating internally with one voice and then talking to the market with one voice about here's where the whole electricity sector is evolving. So we, you know, a solar company um, and this grid edge executive council that's going to be a part of it is to get these different players that we've been having one-to-one -one conversations with, get them all together in a room. So solar companies can be talking to utilities and grid infrastructure companies and new 
you know, energy, uh, retail energy services companies or storage technology or services companies, get them all together so they can start, you know, real productive conversations around how this evolution is going to take place. And I think for us, the business opportunity is great because we have the piece parts at Green Tech Media that had been operating independently and we bring them together and I think it just makes it a lot more powerful and it matches the way the market is coming together. What, what is that Grid Edge Council? You mentioned that. You talked about bringing all these key players together. What exactly is that? Yeah, well, that's a that's a big thing. Uh, launching uh, now, it's already been assembled kind of behind the scenes and now we're you know taking the covers off of it. Um, and it really is an evolution of our market research practice where we had uh, a really world-class team uh, or, or group of customers in the grid utility technology sector and in, in the solar market and then in, in new ones. And what we decided to do was, in, was break away from just having, like I said, a one-to-one conversation with those companies via our market analysts where we'd provide them research or advisory or consulting uh, on a one-to-one kind of relationship and instead Besides doing that, add this new thing, which is the executive council, where uh, throughout the year we are meeting with our customers but bringing them together, but then also adding uh, new players to the mix like people from utilities, uh, system operators, regulatory bodies, uh, you name it, anyone that's going to be a key decision maker in this new grid edge landscape, um, add them to this council. So we really do have this extremely unique format now where our market analysts are at the center of not just providing analysis to the market, but at the center of a conversation between all these different players in what we call the grid edge. And some of those conversations that go on today, I mean, you, you know, you cover this on the site, some of these are a little antagonistic or there's, there's friction or misunderstandings. And that's one of the things we want to uh, try and foster is conversations rooted in research, you know, and data that we're bringing so that you know you set these biases and, and egos at the door and really get together and talk about um, the implications of uh, you know, how the market is unfolding. Yeah, it's certainly a sometimes contentious conversation and constructive dialogue is absolutely needed. Shale, when you talk to utilities, what do they think about this concept? Um, the smart grid, again, is somewhat hard to define. Some utilities are more bullish on it than others. It means very different things to different utilities. Grid edge is a little bit more specific, more relevant to what they're seeing today in terms of the impact of distributed generation um, and energy efficiency. What are the utilities saying about this? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the experience that we've had thus far in speaking to utilities about the grid edge concept and this executive council, even before we launch it, has generally been very positive. I think utilities want people to recognize that they think of themselves as at the forefront of technological innovation. They recognize that customers are evolving. They recognize that customers like to generate their own electricity and manage their energy usage better. And I think most utilities, particularly the forward-thinking ones, want to be able to facilitate that, but need to feel very comfortable that they're going to be able to maintain reliability in the system, that the system will be intelligent and resilient, um, and that the cost of energy is going to remain low. So utilities have a particularly vested interest in this, first of all, because it allows them to get some visibility into both what technologies they're going to have to manage and what technologies they can use to manage them. 
And also, there's a business model element to this. One piece that we haven't talked about yet is what impact will all these customer-side technologies have on the utility business and on utility profits? And I think utilities uh, generally recognize that they need to address that. And whether that means a shift in their business model or a shift in the regulatory framework, they recognize that it's a conversation they need to be a part of. So thus far, utilities seem very interested in this topic. And, you know, the, we're designing it, as Scott said, not to be an antagonistic kind of idea. This is an opportunity for utilities to get out in front of it and can innovate. So generally, they're excited. Uh, Scott, we have talked a lot about the um – the conversation around the demise of the traditional utility business model and what this will do to how utilities have delivered service for the last 80 or 100 years. Um, People point to the telecom sector as a model um, for how distributed service and new technologies have changed the customer relationship. Do you think that this, this grid edge, these changes on the edge of the grid, are fostering the same sort of changes that we did see in telecom? Because you know a lot about the telecom sector along with utilities. Yeah, thanks. Um, well, it's a great question. It's, it almost feels a little too early to tell, but certainly I think so far the uh, comparison is really overstated. I mean, one of the things that was going on in telecommunications at the time um, of its deregulation and then sort of explosion of new services and mobility, you know, all the real fundamental changes that went on there was, you know, technologies that could really go to market quickly. Um, So they would upend uh, traditional carriers' business models right away, not over decades, but literally within 18 to 36 months. What, you know, an AT&T or um, Verizon, how they were former, how they were doing business was really challenged to its core in a very short period of time. What we're talking about with utilities, you know, the, the distributed generation just nibbling at the edges uh, is a very slow process. And so um, the, the reaction, what happened in the telecommunications industry was very fast and it took advantage of really significant um, uh, technology innovations that allowed new entrants to come in and very quickly take business from the uh, incumbents. And that's not exactly what's happening here. You know, distributed generation is often an individual decision by an individual um, energy customer to just individually change you know, how much energy they use. And they're not really turning off the, the utility. They're not going off grid. Most of the time, even with um, uh, a fairly powerful solar plant, you're still very reliant on the grid and only, only taking a certain fraction of your energy use away from them, where in, in telecommunication, these were real mortal blows to telecom operators. You know, a new business would move into a city and just start cherry picking their biggest customers and taking them away completely um, with new data services or mobility or um, long distance even as that happened. You know, these were real body blows and we're not quite seeing that here yet. And I think the other thing is there are so many utilities versus the the finite number of telecom carriers there were back in the day and you know a very open regulatory environment occurred where you know businesses could get capitalized and compete with telecom operators very quickly and there was easy access to capital and you could build a competitive operator um, that was at scale very quickly where here we're talking about a even with the solar cities, even providing um, you know zero down financing for 
you know, residential and some, you know, commercial upper, uh, customers to go solar. You're still just really one at a time doing it in particular state markets that are um, kind of solar friendly. And so it's not nearly on the, the, the scale that happened in telecom. And I also feel the last, the last thing that's going to be harder down the road, and we'll see how this works out for utilities, is that in telecommunications, a big thing that people overlook is that customers actually ended up wanting to spend more money on communication services. They, they were given ample opportunity and reason to spend more money. So they, were, they went from just being a telephone customer to telephone and data and telephone and advanced data, telephone and mobility, and then even video. So you were constantly addressing a market that was willing to spend more and more on communication services and still are today, you know, adding um, multiple, you know, mobile devices to your plan each month and, uh, you know, added video services uh, to your cable bill. So people are still spending more each year on communication services where in energy and electricity, there really isn't a new wave of services coming that is addressing like a consumer willingness to spend more. So I think the challenge with utilities or anyone getting into this game is it's much more of a zero-sum game than um, it was in telecommunications. Yeah. Telecom was a very large pie that was happily doubling, tripling over short periods of time where no one really can... It's, it's hard to imagine spending double, triple on your energy services be, because you can see the value in doing that. Right. Well, Most telecom, people just want their, their bill to get smaller. Right. And in telecom, you're providing new services that connect people in new ways. And in electricity, you're just providing a different version of a product that they've had for a long period of time and have taken for granted. So definitely two different markets. Um, Shale, do you agree with that assessment? And, and actually, I'll, I'll, I'll take this even further. What is the, the end goal? Do you see an end goal to this? Again, a concept like the smart grid suffered a little bit because it's not always tangible and there are a lot of different objectives within that amorphous concept. Is there an end game for GridEdge? That's a great question. And I don't know that there is an end game. I mean, I think the, the end game is sort of amorphous. It's an electricity grid that is transactive, more distributed, still relatively cheap, still highly reliable, potentially even more reliable, even more resilient, safe, secure, uh, and cleaner. And so that's a, obviously a huge list and part of why we are under no impression that the grid edge is going to be playing out over a two-year span as opposed to a 20-year span. But I think that that's all part of the same promise. And if you look at all the individual technologies that are part of GridEdge, they all in some small fashion are serving that purpose, creating a, just a smarter, more transactive, cleaner grid for everyone in the U.S. Mm, indeed. Uh, Scott, so what can people look out for this week as they come onto the site? Well, there's a few things. One... Uh, a couple new pages where you can learn about our overall plan for Grid Edge, which includes uh, some coverage. You know, I think our editorial, is, is, as as you know, our editorial coverage is is going to start tilting in this direction to really keep things uh, in context of uh, electricity market evolution. So there's there's going to be information about our coverage of it, uh, information about the executive council that we'll be rolling out that already has, as I said, some real top companies uh, in the market today in, in, um, in utility technology and infrastructure. And then 
Uh, we're also announcing a conference next June called Grid Edge Live in San Diego, where uh, by at that time we'll have really sunk our teeth into this and uh, conducted a decent amount of primary research and have you know collected this executive council and met with them a number of times. So Grid Edge Live next summer is really our chance to bring it all together and bring the industry together to uh, talk about this in detail and, and learn from each other and and also uh, get all of our analyst teams together to talk about these the intersections between distributed generation and the the grid. And then I think finally we also have a report uh, around 70 pages long that goes into some real detail on this concept of gridage, you know, how how we define it, what are its piece parts, what's driving it. And so that's a, a free report download that will be available uh, from our GTM research team. And we, of course, on the editorial team will be uh, writing stories, talking to the companies, uh, the utilities, the service providers that are on the front edge of the grid edge. Uh, so, of course, Keep tuned to the website every day, and we'll have lots of good stories. Exciting times for the industry. Um, exciting times for us at GTM. You know, we're always trying to adapt and find new areas of the market that are worth covering. Uh, and so, of course, for more on Grid Edge, just go over to our website, greentechmedia.com. We're going to have a bunch of content up this week, as Scott said, and so you can check that all out. Uh, Scott Clavenna, CEO and co-founder of Green Tech Media. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Great talking to you, Steve. And Shale Khan, Vice President of GTM Research. Great to talk to you as well. You too. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This is Take 5 from Green Tech Media. I'm Stephen Lacey.